welcome back to the Intimate Breath podcast. And today there's no guest speaker, there's no one with me, it's just me. And maybe you're thinking, oh, won't that be boring? Well, dear listener, no, it won't be boring because we'll be talking about pleasure and sexuality and vaginas and that is never boring. (laughs) So thank you for being with me. I'll be answering some questions that I have received the last weeks from friends and clients. And I'm very eager to share them with you. So the first one that I received was, how come your yoni, your vagina, is so alive and sensitive and responsive? And I want to broaden that question. How does a vagina become awake, alive and sensitive? And I can only answer from my own experience, of course, but also from the experience of working with a lot of women and guiding them through a process of reclaiming their body and their pleasure. So I want to start by saying that my vagina hasn't always been awake and alive and sensitive. And so... A lot of women experience pain during intercourse or numbness, not feeling anything when they're touching themselves. And I have known both too. And mm, you could say that this comes from trauma stored in the tissue. Trauma is a very big word, but just one simple way of explaining it is that when something comes at us, something happens, in our life that feels overwhelming, that feels beyond our normal capacity to be with, there will be a first response of fight-flight, of an activation. So hormones will be released that make us act fast and be extra strong and quick. And when it seems like we won't be able to fight this or defend ourselves or run away, that we won't win, there is a second response and that is actually kind of going for playing that. So there's a freeze, a deactivation. And all the energy that was first freed up in our body is now just locked down. And the emotions that were there and everything that happened in that moment is kind of just stored in the tissue. And so when our vagina is being numb, it often means that there's a lot of stored tension there stored energy there and in the process of awakening tissue most probably there will be something released first and i would love to tell you more about that and give you some tips and tricks to start with but let me tell you a little bit more about my journey first so i think i discovered something like yoni yoga and tantric breathwork practices breast massage when i was 17 or 18 And I was exploring YouTube and doing some free mini courses online and trying trying out all these things. And so somewhere I heard about self-de-armoring and I started exploring. I was touching myself, could be anywhere on the body, but in this case it was touching my genitalia. And trying this thing out where you explore different spots and whenever something feels a bit sore or uncomfortable, you just stay there and you press or you massage softly. And I was breathing into it and basically it's just giving your vagina or whatever body part it is 
your presence, your breath, your loving attention. And very often there was a moment where I started naturally moving in a certain way or shaking a little bit. Uh, sometimes there were tears or some anger. I wanted to thrust my hips. And in the beginning it might be weird and sometimes you don't know why there is emotion coming or what is actually happening. And let me just tell you, you don't always need to know. <laughs> and you can grow in the practice of releasing releasing tension, releasing emotions. And after a while it can be, you know, joyful, it can be pleasurable. And so nowadays when I am starting a self-pleasure practice, very often it is somewhat intertwined with a self-release practice. It goes hand in hand. I start with what feels good. I start moving my body or touching myself. And then at some point I feel some resistance, some barrier and I'm breathing and I'm feeling into it and then I start crying or I feel some other emotion coming up and I give it space and then I can go back to more pleasure, more ease, more softness and I can go back and forth and so self-release can be pleasurable, pleasure can be releasing, one doesn't exclude the other. Not very long after I also discovered that there's something like yoni eggs and so this is a crystal that is in the form of an egg and it comes from old practices from Taoism and you insert it or you can insert it in your vagina and I absolutely love it. My yoni egg is one of my best friends <laughs> and I have it basically always with me. Sometimes I'm wearing it when I'm just walking around, when I'm just going through my day Sometimes I insert it when I'm dancing or when I go to yoga. And sometimes I also do very intentional practices. So I have a few audios and sometimes I'm also guiding clients who want to work with the yoni egg or just yoni yoga to train the different muscles, isolate different parts and also mapping. And mapping means becoming aware of where what is in your body basically training the mind-body connection so a yoni egg helps to in a very flowy and dynamic way train the muscles it massages it helps to uh, release tension as well and it helps to sensitize the tissue so i remember there was a time where i could only contract my pelvic floor as a whole and now I can basically choose whether I contract my anus, my, the opening of my vagina, whether I want to contract the middle of my vagina or around my cervix. I have a sense of where these places are and how I can move those muscles. And this is just adding a lot of richness to your experience of your own vagina and of your own pleasure. So self-release and self-de-armoring can be done in a lot of ways. Just breathing, having intercourse with someone who is patient and wants to stay somewhere when, it, when it's hurting a little bit. Just stay there with you and breathe with you and hold you when there are some tears. So I invite you right now to just place one hand on your genitalia, cup your yoni, and take a deep breath 
to your hand. Feel your pelvic floor expanding with the in-breath and coming back to neutral with the out-breath. Feel the movement in your pelvis. This is the very basic start, bringing your breath to your yoni. So there's a lot you can do already by yourself and explore. And if you want any help, please just reach out to a practitioner like me or somebody else who resonates with you. So a client asked me recently, do you always experience pleasure in your body? And my answer is yes. But yes, in the sense of if I want to, I can always experience pleasure in my body. Any moment that I bring my attention, my awareness to my body, there are sensations that I can notice and that I can receive as pleasurable. And the first step is just starting to sense the body. When you feel your throat, which sensations are there right now? Is there an openness, a lightness, some tingling sensations, little tickle? Some pressure, contraction, heaviness, pulsation. What is there when you go to your chest and you really bring your gaze inwards and explore the inner landscape? What is happening in your chest? Are there things moving? Is there a difference between the front of your chest and the back of your chest? When you bring your attention to the palm of your left hand, how does that feel? What is the temperature? Is there pressure? How do you notice in this moment that the tissue is alive? So sensing your body is a first step. And whenever you feel disconnected from yourself, whenever you are in a trauma response, you might experience a numbness. You might notice that, oh, I don't really feel anything in my belly right now. Or I have zero awareness of my hips right now. So coming back to those sensations is the first step. And then let's talk about what is pleasure. Pleasure does not always have to be the same as arousal. And so anything that is like warmth and openness and lightness... Uh, a tingling sensation, um, intensity, or pulsations. It can all be pleasure. In fact, every sensation can be experienced as pleasurable. So one time when we go to extreme things like spanking or being bound in ropes that are very tight, when we can open ourselves and surrender and trust, when our body is relaxed, these things that in other moments can be perceived as painful can become pleasurable. And in fact, that is the case with every sensation. And for me, there's a lot of joy in exploring my own capacity in how much I can feel and how I can perceive sensations in new ways. Something feels uncomfortable. Can I breathe in it? And what it comes down to for me right now is that in every moment there are a lot of sensations and movements happening in my body. And depending on how safe I feel 
in what state I am, I can perceive them as uncomfortable or I can perceive them as pleasurable. And it becomes less and less about what sensation it is exactly. It becomes about, can I receive this? And I want to give some words to the people that have an illness, a disability, maybe pain that is just showing up all day through, all night through. And if that's you, you might not feel heard and understood at all by me saying that I can always experience pleasure if I want to. So it might be a lot more difficult for you, especially if your body is in constant stress and hypoarousal or hyperarousal. And I know that we all start this journey of awakening the body from a different place. So there was one more question that I wanted to answer. Um, These weeks I am letting people know that soon there is going to be a live online course, Menstrual Magic, starting the 29th of May. And in that process, I am telling people that this course um, is about cyclical living, working in sync with your cycle, accessing your creativity in a much deeper way, and also orgasmic or blissful bleeding. And so recently I got this question, how is pleasure, how is orgasm in any way related to the cycle and menstruating? And obviously I will go a lot deeper into this subject in the course, but I definitely want to share this with as much people as want to hear this. So as mentioned earlier, I've been on this journey with my Yoni to wake her up and to feel pleasure and to explore different parts and mm, not so very long ago maybe one and a half year ago or longer maximum two years ago i really started to feel my cervix waking up i was feeling sensations that i hadn't felt yet before and soon after i had my first cervical orgasms which have a very different flavor a very different quality than, for example, clitoral orgasms. And I could feel the soft vibration and and the little cute movements <laughs> and the expansion, the feeling of expansion in my cervix. And I want to bring that to what happens when we're menstruating. So the cervix is the deepest part of our vagina and it's the entrance to our uterus, our womb. And it's a muscle that can expand very widely. You know, when we're giving birth, it can expand extremely wide and it can contract as well. And when we're menstruating, there are slight contractions there. And these contractions can be the sensations that are perceived as painful during cramps or PMS. And as mentioned before, sensations can often be experienced as pleasurable if we are in a if our body is completely relaxed and and we are in the right state of mind what is also good to know is that orgasms are actually fastly contracting and relaxing muscles so you might be feeling that after you orgasmed that there's still like after pulsations in your vagina so considering that muscles contracting and relaxing can give pleasure it's not strange that the contractions during menstruation can 
be pleasurable as well. And so it all depends of our you know, state of mind, also if we're taken care of in all our needs, and if we have a sense of safety in our body. As you might have noticed, this is definitely one of the most interesting topics I can think of. I get excited to discover that we have a choice and we can empower ourselves. We can connect with our body, we can learn how to breathe, we can explore and there are new ways of perceiving sensations. And when I explore something that was first something painful for me and then later I discover that there's actually a lot of pleasure in it, that just turns me on so much. It gives me a sense of strength. It enlivens me. And I wish for you the same. <laughs> so if this podcast episode was of any value to you, please comment, share it with your friends, help me by spreading it all over. I want as many people as possible to hear this. Also, if you're interested in the course Menstrual Magic or you want to learn more about it, there will be a link. It's starting the 29th of May and you can always reach out to me if you have questions. Thank you so much for being with me and I'm sending you a lot of love.